0: All right, now, listen, speaking of COVID-19, of course, the 2 by 2 by 2 campaign has been set up to highlight the plea of families with loved ones in nursing homes, or certainly the plight of them anyway. They're calling on the government and NEFIT and individual nursing homes to allow two family members, two visits per week uh, to the nursing home to see their loved ones. I'm assuming this is after December the 1st, well, it will be this weekend. Uh, Residents of the nursing homes have had their lives turned upside down since the beginning of COVID-19, as many of you know. uh, For many, the fear is not necessarily catching COVID-19 but the reality of being broken hearted leaving family with concerns over their loved ones dying of loneliness and we have spoken to Professor Collins from Tala in relation to this and he has said that elderly people have come to him and said they would rather be dead which is terrible rather be dead and then live a life of loneliness or so the last few years of their lives because older people, not just in care homes, but living in their own homes, look forward to events, look forward to children's birthday parties, their grandchildren's birthday parties, their communions, their confirmations, those little days out, going to bingo, uh, going to the little dance maybe on a Saturday afternoon with a cup of tea and, you know, dancing with a man or something like that if you're a woman or vice versa, if they're widowed or widowers, all those kind of things they look forward to, they bring the happiness into life and all those things are gone. And they're quite lonely and isolated. And a lot of people would say, I would prefer a quality of life than a quantity of life. So that has to be discussed. And we have to discuss that as adults, as grown-ups. And I know if it was me personally in that situation, and I was 85 years or 90 years of age and I was in a care home, I would rather have the quality of life of being able to see my children or people who visit me and then have no quality of life and living the last few years and the end of my life in loneliness and despair probably as well. But uh, different people have different opinions of that. And Majella Beattie, who's the spokesperson for two by two by two, the campaign, joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, Majella.
1: Good afternoon, Niall. Thank you for having
0: us. It's a very difficult conversation because we understand that the most vulnerable people in COVID-19 are those in the care homes who maybe may have comorbidities, underlying conditions or by the very nature of the fact that they're older people. Um, so it is a difficult conversation that there's a risk to those people.
1: Absolutely.
0: And, and we all accept that. So what would you like to see happen?
1: I think, you know, Niall, when uh, COVID-19 first hit the country and um, the nursing homes and every place closed down. I think families and people in the nursing homes uh, were under the assumption that this is going to be short-term and that and that uh, sacrifice would be worth it. Yeah. But now we're nine months on and people have been uh, broken-hearted. Like uh, you just said there, people are saying they would be better off dead. Families have been broken-hearted. And I think while we're looking at the affect the of people in the nursing homes it's also important to think if there's a, a couple and a wife or a husband is in the nursing home um, and they're going to the window and if the other person in the nursing home has dementia they can't understand why can't, that person won't come in or they're grabbing at the window and the other person the person who's living at home is also distraught like we've had families come to us where they're just as worried about the person at home as they are the person in the nursing home. I've
0: seen some horrendous videos online, Magella. There was one particular one from America of a man. Mind you, I don't know why he videoed his mother in distress, but anyway, he did. People video things nowadays. And he was outside the window, and his mother was inside the window, and she was calling for him to come in, and she was crying, and she was going, please just come in, please come in, and she was she was banging on the window. And, and I'm going, oh my God, this poor woman was, I'd say, maybe 90 And at the close to the end of her life. Let's be real about it. I mean, mean the, the life expectancy is 82 in this country. It's a bonus if we live longer, for God's sake. So she was close to the end of her life. And, you know, and all she wanted to do was have a hug from her son, maybe. Now, I understand the risks of that. And I do. I'm not silly. But I think we have to have a grown up conversation about the trade offs in life. And and, and about, you know, people having a quality of life rather than a quantity. And I I just know from my own personal feelings, if it was me, I would rather give that person a hug or I would rather they want to hug me, you know, and take that chance. I I don't know. But I suppose that the nursing homes then have to think of the other people as well. And I know there's a huge complication surrounding the decisions we make in relation to that.
1: But Niall, I have to say there, I do not see what the issue would be if you have two nominated people from one family and we are and they anyone a part of our campaign is willing to take the very same precautions as any staff in that nursing home testing we should have rapid testing at Well our there is home. There's, there's
0: testing out there I got two test kits here in the radio station recently from um, oh what was the name of the company now again Oh, I can't remember the name of the company they sent them in to us and I did them myself as well thankfully I came out negative but they work in five minutes it's like a little pregnancy test I well, don't know why they just can't if people want to go and visit their loved ones, test them, then they're 97% accurate, which means 3% margin of error, okay, which is not a big deal. Uh, And 97% chance that you're not... And and the chances of you having something in the first place are slim, but 97% chance that it would be wrong. Or, right, right, I'm so wrong. So, I mean, why couldn't they just test people who want to go in and visit their loved ones?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, people have rights. People didn't go into nursing homes. I know nobody went in expecting... uh, A worldwide pandemic but they did not go in to be prisoners you know people went in people have rights and I know after the first lockdown and with the widespread um, numbers of deaths in nursing homes and we were all asking the question well why was not the other residents separated why were people exposed to whoever had the virus and we were consistently being told um, you know, this is, people have a right to move. People have a right to wander. They cannot restrict people's movements in nursing homes. And surely if that right applies, their other rights apply. And if they, you know, uh, you know, at the end of the day, people have that should have that opportunity to have control within their own lives and make their
0: own decisions. Uh, Just to remind people, Key Diagnostics was the name of the company who sent us in those tests, right? They're five-minute antigen tests, and I know they're being talked about quite a lot. And I mean, we didn't have those going back in March and April, Um, and that could be used now, and it could be used as a tool to allow people to get in to see their mother, their father, their brothers or sisters, or whatever it happens to be that happens to be in the care home. It would be a great way of doing it. If you test positive, you can't go in. Simple as that.
1: Perfect, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Nobody wants to risk bringing harm or, or, you know, bringing a sickness into a nursing Not home. intentionally,
0: anyway, certainly. No, you know.
1: not at all. And I think anybody would be happy with uh, that opportunity.
0: I mean, look, you know, when we visited people in care homes pre-COVID-19... We took a risk because if we went in with influenza, if we went in with a common cold, if we went in with any virus or any disease or illness that we might not have been aware that we had at the time, or maybe we had a little bit of a sniffle but didn't take it too seriously, we risked the lives of elderly people because, of course, they're so vulnerable. So we've always done, that risk has been there. I'm not saying it's right, but the risk yes. has always been there. And I think we, we have to accept that there's a risk to life. We, we just have to accept it. And, I, and we have to try and balance that out with, in some way, doing the best we can to protect people too. So we, we, we can do a little bit of both, but with a balance. Uh, but look, I, I wish you success and continued success to your campaign. And I, would, I do want to actually want to stay with me, you can, because I want to talk to Sersha as well. Because sure. Sersha, you're on Classic Kids. It. Aidan, Sersha.
2: Hello, Niall. Thanks for having me on the show. And hello, Majella. Um, I look after my aunt. And for the past 10 years, she's been residing in a nursing home. Now, I have to say the staff are brilliant, and she's well looked after. But a little over 10 years ago, she was diagnosed with vascular dementia. And as you can imagine, right now, uh, she's in the final stages. Okay. Which means she's wheelchair-bound, she's limited speech, and her vision and hearing are also affected. Okay. So since last August, the nursing home decided to restrict visits to window visits. And despite them being in Level 2, I was facing the window to visit my aunt, um, and as you can imagine, it's been huge stress for both myself and her.
0: Okay.
2: Um, she doesn't understand what the virus is. Of course,
0: she doesn't. Yeah.
2: Um, she sits in her chair, trying to grab the door handle to gesture to me to come in, which I can't.
0: That must be heartbreaking um, for you.
2: It's it's awful. Like I'm upset. She's upset. Um, Even the staff have cried on occasion when they've seen her. Um, She's very emotional, and she just doesn't understand. And I mean, she's 85 years of age. Chances are that this could be her final Christmas, and I don't want to be standing at the window looking in at her. I want to be beside her. And I think. Well, I mean, what, much... what are
0: we turned into as a society? I mean, and we've talked to people during the year, uh, during the height of COVID as well, who, who couldn't be in with their mother and father when they died yeah. in the hospital. And as Irish people, I don't, well, I don't know whether it's inherently Irish. I think it's a worldwide thing. We like to be the ones that say, well, I remember, you know, when my aunt or my mother or my father sure. passed away, that I was there. I was there for them.
2: Absolutely. And like I... my, my last nine months of memories with my aunt are horrendous. I mean, I, I used to be sitting beside her, holding her hand. She couldn't talk back to me, but she could smile at me and she could laugh with me. And now I'm trying to get her to look through a window and I'm banging the window. I'm calling her name and it's just not the same. It really isn't. It's
0: like it's, like, it's almost cruelty. You wouldn't do you wouldn't do this to an animal. You wouldn't. And, well, I, and exactly. I know maybe, maybe, maybe I'm a little bit over the top, top in saying that, but you wouldn't do it to an animal. It's because you're forced isolating people and it's forced loneliness. And this is when I spoke to Professor Collins from Tala Hospital going back a while ago, and he deals uh, with geriatrics. And he was talking about many people who had come to him, elderly people, and literally had said they'd rather be dead
2: than face this loneliness and isolation. Yeah, yeah
0: you know and Absolutely. that's the way they feel at the moment and these are people who have their wits about them obviously who are elderly and have yeah. nowhere to go nothing to do they're in their house all day they're not getting to see their grandkids and, and you're in exactly the same situation where you have you know an elderly aunt who's who's in a care home how old is she by the way did you tell us what old she was?
2: she's 85, 85 and i mean i would okay. normally visit her three times a week i would mm. then at the weekends i'd bring my my children in to see her and this is all gone and she has always had loads of time for my children um, and they don't understand. My 10-year-old boy has said to me, will we ever see my, my aunt again? <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> like, I mean, that's awful, isn't it? Yeah. And I
1: I'm mean, and, and, Magella, you know, I'm
0: sure these are stories that you're hearing all the time.
1: We are hearing so many of these stories every day, and as the campaign is beginning to build momentum, every time I go to the phone to look at the messages, it's one after the other. And, like, we also have uh, parents of young people in nursing homes. People often yeah. think... That the only people in nursing homes are older people. Yep. We have a lady and her 26 year old son is in a nursing home. Oh, he's in
0: full time care, yes. Mm, yep. No,
1: he's in a nursing oh, home. Oh, in a nursing because, home? Yeah, he's in a nursing home. He had been in an accident. They're waiting to try and get um, an extension built from the house. So this young man is mentally competent. Yep. He's paralyzed from the waist down, uh, and he has been locked away from his family, and his mental health has been deteriorating. That's a vast amount of stories are just. They're shocking. I cry reading them every day. And you talk about taking chances. I lost my own mother a number of weeks ago. And um, she had actually picked up COVID last May in hospital. Now, she did not die of COVID. But the effects of COVID most certainly shortened her life. But she was very sick for 12 weeks at home. While I wasn't letting anybody into the house to try and protect her, I had to make the decision with her whether or not to let her family in to spend time with her. And thankfully we didn't have to go through any Paris at I could open the door and I could let her brothers come and sit with her. And that's so important. And it's really important in these times, you know, especially. Because wouldn't, wouldn't,
0: if she had have passed away without that company and without being, uh, getting to see the people that she loved and to bring a smile to her face, you know, before she died, you would regret that for the rest of your life.
1: Absolutely, and it's also very important for those who are left living, you know, that they have had that opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I I know maybe that sounds selfish as well, that we want that opportunity, but I think it's really important... For, and we talked about quality of life versus quantity of life. Absolutely. I mean, and there's no point yeah. in living, I mean, an extra, well, personally, believe, I believe there's no point in living an extra six months if you're miserable for that whole six months and lonely and in despair. And to listen to this, to Sersha's story, which I'm sure is replicated right across the country, that she's behind a piece of glass, banging on a piece of glass, you know, and and this poor woman is behind the glass and has no understanding whatsoever as to why Sertia can't come in and just hold her hand.
1: Yeah, shocking, shocking. And you see people who are married for 50 or 60 or 70 years, and that person can understand why this person who I spent every day of my life with won't come in and touch me. What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, they start blaming themselves. Like, I must have been bold or I must have done something. That, because, guess, know, because,
0: of course, at that point in their life, particularly if they have dementia, they're, they're almost yeah. like children. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, they
2: are. They don't understand anything like this, what, what the pandemic is. I mean, they just don't you know and I mean, and it, by the way it,
0: when when you say i mean she is she's obviously at the final stages of of dementia sir. So she yeah. she okay and does she talk much Has she, has she much no to,
2: she can't okay, no she right. ha- is limited to one or two words um so
0: does she recognize I, you she does recognize
2: she does you. But she has moments of recognition and i yeah. suppose
0: but it brings would, a smile to her face when she sees you
2: yeah absolutely and when she when my sons come to the door the the staff will tell you her her eyes just light up. She can't talk to them, but she just she, she tries knows to hold there. them, yeah. And she tries to hold her hand, and and they're used oh, to man. that, and they, you know. And now we've none of that. You know, That's just
0: it's it's actually heartbreaking to listen to that. Is. I mean, that I mean, I I suppose that, thankfully I should say my mother and father died long before the COVID started. Both died within five years, five years of each other. Wow, and I was okay. there when my mother died. I was in, in yeah. Tala Hospital. My father died in Beaumont Hospital. Unfortunately, it was Christmas night, and I was at home. But but in saying that. I was with them you know, before and after, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And I, my heart breaks for anybody who can't get to see their mother or their father or who can't be in a hospital as they're dying because it's the thing we do with yeah. Irish. We were all there. We were all around the bedside, whatever, holding their hand, whatever. My heart. I mean, I don't know about you, ladies, but I can tell you now: if my father or mother had been in hospital, and somebody told me that I couldn't go into the room, wild dogs wouldn't have stop me getting, yeah. into that, yeah. getting into that room. These are the these the people who raised you all your life, and you're telling me I can't go in and hold their hand with their last dying breath? Not a chance. But well, I, I
2: have I have tried to bring my mom to visit her sisters. She's two sisters in nursing homes, and um, my mom is seventy nine. Um, she's a heart condition, and she's uh, she's problems with her sight as well. So she can't actually see my aunt properly through the glass either and when she came it, it actually shocked her um, and we had to leave because she just couldn't talk to her she found it so difficult to be standing at the gla- at the window and not being able to go into her or hold her hand or anything Her own so sister yeah. Had to, yeah, her own sister and she said to me she might as well be dead and that's an that's awful, awful thing That's awful isn't it? Yeah, yeah Really I mean and, and
0: don't get me wrong I, for those out there who are giving out to me now at the moment some people might be giving out at home I well if they have a heart of stone they might be giving out and saying "No, you have to take into consideration the other residents of the nursing home and if Saoirse goes in and is with her mother yes it may be a risk to her mother that's a risk they decide to take but that risk then could be passed on to other residents and I get that but well, I do believe there's a better way of doing it and as I spoke to Mandela already there's no reason why you can't have antigen testing. It only costs about a bit exactly. of fiver for these tests at yeah. the front door and test her when she goes in the door 10 minutes she has a result 97% accurate it's not completely yeah. accurate but 97% chance that you don't have COVID-19 it's a good enough chance isn't it?
2: Well there's only been six weeks where I have been allowed in since last March and those six weeks I, it was me on my own. I went to the door. They took my temperature. I wore a mask. I filled out whatever questions they had for me. And I was brought into a room and I was stood 15, at least 10 metres away from her. Um, I wasn't like to touch her, which was fine. You know, I, I accepted that. But at least I was in indoors with her and she could hear me better and she could see me better
0: but didn't you just want to go over and give her a big hug oh I'm i sh- did oh, i know absolutely. you did yeah. i mean i
2: would have broken the rules <laughs> if i could have but they were watching me so I but, but, I mean, yeah but it, yeah it was really tough but at the same time at least i got in and i was in the room with her um and you like, think I, you
0: think this will be could be her last christmas
2: yes i okay. do i mean 10 years with vascular dementia Quite a long time, um, and as yeah. you say, she's progressed to the final stage. So, look, I hope it isn't. Yeah. Um, but, you know... And I what would you... At,
0: at Christmas time, What you, would you normally go up to see her on Christmas Eve? Or, we or? would...
2: No, no, Christmas Day... Christmas Day. We would Day. Visit, yeah. We'd have, the, obviously, the presents at home. Then we would go and visit my parents. And then we would go out and visit my aunt. Yeah. And we've done it every year, and we open presents with her.
0: Oh, that's um, lovely, yeah.
2: Yeah, and...
0: And yes. I, I know there are people who are going to say there are some people who are left in nursing homes and don't get that many visits and I, I appreciate that happens too. That's quite sad as well to hear that happening. But yeah. there, there are people, many people and almost most people in nursing homes who are certainly wanted people and people who do get visits and who need those visits because it's for their yeah. own mental health as well. Even though she has dementia, she has she still has feelings and emotions.
2: Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a shocking story. So, Magella, what's, what's the solution? December the 1st, the guidelines are supposed to drop down to Level 3. That's still not going to make a huge amount of difference, I don't believe, to nursing homes. Well, have you heard what difference it's going to make?
1: Um, I don't think Level 3 will make any difference. And I think, uh, you know, that was why we came out with our campaign that on the 2nd of, of December, two nominated family members will be allowed two visits a week, obviously one at a time, uh, with obviously whatever precautions that can possibly be taken be taken. And... Mm. Um, so, oh, like I'm really interested. I didn't realise that the testing kits were as uh, inexpensive as you just said there. Yep. So, I think that's certainly something we'll be researching today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've made, we've started a political campaign. Of course, we've we've now started a bit of a media campaign, and we're just hoping that people power. And I suppose helping people to see the real people behind the elderly in the nursing homes, like it could be my mother or your mother, or you know, that people will actually make our government listen that we have to stop this inhumanity that these people matter their lives matter and no matter how long they've got left it's really important that they get to spend it with the people that they love their memories and that's their connection to home that's their connection to their whole life.
0: Absolutely. A lot of people are asking now about antigen testing. There are a couple of companies, by the way, that supply those tests. Uh, The one that I was referring to, because I sent us in a couple of tests here to try them out, and they're easy enough to use. Now, you're meant to get a professional to do it, so I'm sure somebody in a care home is trained, could be trained to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not the one that you shove down your nose, you just shove it down the back of your throat, you put it into a tiny little bottle, you give it a shake for about 20 seconds, and you put two drops of it on what looks like a pregnancy test. Uh, and you put two drops on and there's three lines that come up. Uh, I think two lines means it's positive. Uh, one line means it's negative. And if the middle line is on its own, it means it's inconclusive. You have to do the test again. In other words, it didn't work. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're very easy to use. Uh, and you can do it in about, uh, the, the results come up for me in about three or four minutes, literally three or four yeah, minutes. Uh, and they're very easy to use. And uh, as far as I know, they're very cheap because they're being brought in from India and China and all sorts of places. And Key Diagnostics mm-hmm. was the place that sent, sent, to, sent them into us us. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, Majel, I'm sure Ashling will send you on a link or something to that if you want to let me look into it. Yeah, uh, Somebody text in here I'm in here in floods Our beautiful mammy will be dead a month on Friday uh, She was an amazing uh, in an amazing nursing home But she was so lonely for the last few weeks She was crying on video chats Asking why can't we go in to see her We are broken hearted Oh my gosh Isn't that a terrible I mean What sort of legacy have we left because of yeah. COVID-19. I mean, I understand that COVID-19, these people are vulnerable during COVID-19 particularly, and unfortunately, most of the deaths that we've seen have been those who have been elderly or over the age of 83 or 4, whatever the median age is. Uh, but in saying that, the legacy we've left behind is that we've treated these people who have spent their whole lives working in this country and, and raising us in this country, and we've treated them with total disrespect during this time.
1: This will be the scandal of the future. In fact, we talk about the mother and baby homes and the fires and all yeah. that. I do believe that in the future we will be looking back at COVID-19 and how we treated our elderly, uh, particularly those in care homes. That will be the scandal of the future.
0: All right. But well listen, Saoirse, I wish you luck and I hope you get to give, you. Her, give her a hug or hold her hand or something before Christmas or before that inevitable yes, day when absolutely. she takes her last breath, and I, I hope you get to do that. Magella, best of luck. By the way, your uh, our campaign is called Two by Two by Two, so that's two x two x two. And where can people go if they want to support the campaign, or they want to go on and have a look at it? go want
1: to care champions on Facebook, which is a, a, a support group we have for older people for some time. Okay, and um, you can send an email to be their voice two by two by two at gmail.com.
0: Okay, be their voice two by two by two at gmail.com. And the two by two, by the way, is not by; it's an X, isn't it? X, yeah, yeah, two two X, two X,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Listen, Magella, thank you very much indeed, Magella B T. And thank you to Sershia as well for your story and sharing that with us. All right, and your honesty. Um, And by the way, we could have put on a lot of people. We had a lot of people ringing Ashley. One or two people wanted to come on the air, but they were too upset. They said they were in the same situation as Sertia, but they wouldn't be able to hold it together on the air to talk to us. And there are so many people out there who have mothers or fathers or loved ones in care homes, and that they're. Banging on glass to say hello to them, the last few months of these people's lives, and they are getting no human interaction whatsoever. Magella's right, by the way. It will be the scandal. It will be the legacy we leave behind that this government <clears throat> essentially neglected the elderly people in nursing homes. I understand that we have to be conscious of the fact that this particular virus is quite dangerous for those who are in that situation, who are over the age of 85 particularly, and who happen to have a comorbidity or maybe have an underlying condition. And yes, I agree and I understand that. But we also have to trade off. We have to think to ourselves, what would these people prefer? Would they prefer to be happy in their final months, days, years? Or would they prefer to be miserable and lonely and maybe live a little bit longer? Choice is yours. I know exactly what I would want. And of course we could prevent or we certainly could reduce the risk by having antigen testing which is quick testing for anybody who wants to go in and visit people. We could reduce the risk even further then by asking that person to wear a mask if you really insisted on that and that was something you wanted to do. But even to let somebody like Sertia walk in for 10 or 15 minutes every two days and just hold their hand. They could sanitise their hand first and just hold their hand and talk to them. Wouldn't that be really nice for Saoirse's auntie? She could just, I mean, wear a mask, sanitise her hands, have a test before she goes in, take her temperature, let her in, and let you, all they want to do is hold somebody's hand and just talk to them for a few minutes. That makes them happy, it gets them through the day. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.